0: Fellow Freedom Love Sovereign Thinkers. Thank you for tuning in to L3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitted from the beautiful realm of planet Earth. Today's date is Thursday, November 10th, 2022. This is episode 1567. White House Partners with Social Media and More States Legalize Marijuana. Before I proceed, you can follow me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. You can Find me at Loki Luck number three, Loki Luck Roman number three, which represents three eyes in the Loki Luck Roman number three podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or send them something interesting you want to check out, email me at Loki Luck number zero three at pro dot com. Donate, go to but dot me or cash dot app slash Loki Luck number three. Woo, man, interesting times, huh? Yeah, it looks like there's some more controversies with the election fraud. Machine tampering in those particular other states, they had it a couple years ago. It's getting too obvious. Wow, it's like, how who the on earth is gonna vote for a man that um, can't talk because he had a horrific stroke? That's disturbing. It doesn't matter if you like this individual or not, it is very chilling. And the message is being sent. Many people believe the it was rigged in the Keystone State. I watched that debate with Fetterman versus Oz. Dr. Oz, I don't have to agree with him on everything, like, like all of the politicians. But was very more articulate in his rhetoric. How he presents his views. Fetterman, he's... Sounds like um, like he's not all there, and that's not good. You want to, that kind of senator you want to represent your state? I don't. Reminds me of the times when um, people were mocking President Ronald Reagan when he when um he forgetting things and people had a sticker, firing the dummy, you know, stickers like that, just mocking him, and and folks realized he was um. Had Alzheimer's. They kept that, try to keep that under wraps. That's not good either. Doesn't matter what your political views are. Any, no, people in those conditions should never take the initiative on running for office, whether it's federal, state, or local. That's one thing I am not pleased with. They're trying to send that message of you getting angry and throwing in the towel and go Let, put everything to hell in a the handbasket. They don't want to give you vigilance, just acceptance. This is just another form of mind control. And it's the honest truth fear, anger, misery, yeah, that's what they want to provide for us. If you haven't learned from COVID and 9 11, then you're a lost cause, with all due respect. Even people in my de- under my demographics, and of course, what's going on in Arizona with uh, with the Hobbs and the Kerry Lake race, and of course, Hobbs um, was involved in the machines. Worked the Secretary of State of Arizona. Can we see conflict of interest? Yeah. Reports the tabulator in one precinct wasn't working. Maybe one, except for one, but they went to another place. Yeah, it was all working great. <laughs> Can we see, can we say, um, voter apartheid? Yep, damn straight. It's funny about Hobbes, she got sued, got settled, and it was, uh, what she, uh, looks like she got birthed settled, or won in court, that, um, she was, um, using racial discrimination when she was in, uh, um, in legislation, legislation. so, uh, a black female woman won in court, so, think about that now, right? They don't try to use the race cards of their opponents. But they're actually talking about themselves. Projection. And Joe Biden. White privileged man himself. The privileged president. He's in a twilight zone. The rest of the nation gave him the big middle finger. I wonder why. So right now. I know I've been going by the Epoch Times. Source. Which they're a decent newspaper. I like that. Falun Gong and all that. Countering communism. Of course, um governor race is still counting. I'm like, good grief. That's from yesterday. So, um, I haven't heard anything yet. So, I'm going to check something out here. Governor's race. Yeah, I'm on the Epoch Times right now. EpochTimes.com. You should check them out. Subscribe, donate. They're very good. And they're not, you know, not, um, gonna be biased to the core however um it's very interesting and of course in the governor's race before I do that looks like the Republicans got two hundred and ten seats as of today and it's, it's still dead heat for the um for the um Senate race looks like forty nine forty eight so how accurate is the votes I don't know I see something here. Come on, Mark. What are you doing? But, yeah, it's just one of those days, my friends. Yeah, I'm going to look at the governor's race in Arizona. Well, it's interesting, too, because even Ron DeSantis, he, um, which his uh, speech. Very powerful. And it's talking about freedom and all that. The free estate. Well, I always tell people this. Every Floridian American, even Floridians, have a duty to make sure the Declaration of Rights is being honored to the fullest. Don't rely on Ron DeSantis. Yes, the, uh, there's things I disagree with him on in my past episode, you can find it on the speaker page. But there's other things he did well on. I'll be very frank. But there's still a lot of work needs to be done. And the legislation, you got to put them on a tight leash, put their feet to the fire. That's where, everywhere you go. Whoever gets in, still, they have to fill their missions, and you, the people within these states, have the power to tell them where to go, or do your damn job, petition the daylights out of them. And if they don't like it, they can leave. Plain and simple. All you gotta do is read your state constitutions. Very self-explanatory. And, um, yeah, so it was really, um, <laughs> Intrigued. So I don't know why I'm not getting anything here. Looks like uh Yeah. Yeah, look like Donald Trump voted for uh ooh, Oh oh still a tight race. Wow. Seventy seven percent. According to the Epoch Times. Still a little tight race there. <laughs> oh, they haven't taken they got problem taking it taking it so long. Good grief. Amazing, right? And I noticed too, like what happened when in New York, the New York, the New York elections, all twelve counties, a majority of them, even though it was population, population. But I noticed twelve counties out of like what fifty-nine or sixty counties they have in New York was um (laughs) actually elected the incumbent Koko Zedlin um. I gotta say him, I think it was Zeldin did, he, uh... 47% went to him in the Empire State. That's a big message. Because he made a statement that it's only just the beginning. Save the state. So that's just a movement he's involved with. And that's very admirable. Because a lot of crazy, stand-sandy stuff going on in in, uh, in New York. Which is horrible because... There's some beautiful people in that in that area, but he got some clowns, including dirty politicians as well. Not just in one state; it's everywhere. It's worldwide. And um, he did. I gotta give him props. The people did a fantastic job. They need to keep the pressure going. Start petitioning the governor, your representatives, etc. Call them out. I know you can't do a recall. You gotta go through the all obstacles of um, supreme with the Supreme Court. So I, I like to see those laws change, if possible, doing recalls, start, start creating recall laws and add it to your state constitution. That would be more powerful. Because no one in New York should be disenfranchised. That's an Article One, section one on your uh, Bill of Rights. Always got to keep that in perspective. So um, I'm just like... Really, just uh, having, like I said, it's gonna be a lot of crazy stuff is happening, and um, gas prices may be going up. Food shortages may be tighter. Supply chains. Some places like Wendy's, some certain areas in Wendy's around around the around these states, they they don't have lettuce. So it tells you something. It's being done by design. These sons of bitches don't give a damn about you. So um, it's just. Yeah, one of those things people gotta really keep in check. But, um, but I gotta give you know hats off to uh, to some of these folks. Yeah, forty seven percent. That's forty seven point seventeen percent. That's very damn good. Very good on zeg- Lee Zedlin, and of course Whitmer, lockdown Whitmer. You know the war, I call it should be the ward instead of a governor. She's the Michigan's warden. She won. Don't be surprised if there's um inaccuracy and um irregularities, irregularities in her election too. So, but however, it's um it's just members, just movements. That's what movements do. You gotta think everything long view and legalizing marijuana. But um like in certain states, it's funny. Legalize marijuana. Have marijuana is legal in California. But i uh, not flavored tobacco. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. So your natural rights are being deteriorated one way or the other. But you still got them. Okay? They want to assume that, oh yeah, we're in the state, we know more than you. Please. So always look at those areas and keep the faith. Don't give up. Don't belly up to these people. And you know what? Like people want to like leave all these states and go to Texas, Arizona, and all that. Yeah, best thing to do. I don't know if families, but best thing to do. You need people, Some people still gotta be on the battlefields on the, on the states you're in right now. And uh, that's how my take is. But it's just a lot of insane things are happening. So without further ado, let's take a little game of technocracy here. This came out yesterday, and um, this is from reclaimthenet.org. Reclaim White House to partner with a social media monitoring tool. New government contracts. You can subscribe to them it'd be great. That'd be pretty cool. It says here the Biden administration is about to sign a contract with Data Miner. Yeah, D- Data Miner a license deal for the company's product that is used to monitoring of social media. This is revealed in documents published by the, Depart- the Defense Information System Agency, or DISA, which will buy 30 licenses to deploy data miners' first alert V2 design for the public sector and the scouring of 200,000 online sources and data mining, then compiling real-time news alerts for the White House and other clients. Data Miner is a popular tool used by News Desk and others that want to monitor the internet and it's easy to see why it would be useful to the government. Hooray. Data Miner because it was hold on. Portions of the press show unfavorable attitude towards Data Miner because it used by police in many cities including New York and Los Angeles to monitor the twenty twenty Black Lives Matter protests and riots. Of course, but it's okay to have hired guns to do the rioting. I never said by a protest, they call them hired criminals. I remember seeing them when they did a riot one town. They go Fort Lauderdale. And that's all the buses, like four or five buses lined up along Hyzinga Park, right across the street from the Arts Museum. Think about that, right? That's what they had a curfew, unless you're in media, right? <laughs> you always. Work around that. The U.S. Defense Department's non-civilian employees already use data miner services thanks to a 2021 contract signed with the Air Force. Dyzer said in June it had no problems to directly or in another way involve Twitter as a subcontractor. In August, an agency that handles the White House communications said it needed a contract with data miner of its own because civilians it employs cannot utilize mass surveillance of social media through that Air Force deal. New York-based Dataminer, which also is is also known for its work as one of Twitter's official partners and bills itself as an AI company, has been awarded the contract, but the details such as duration and the overall cost of licensing have not been announced. Meanwhile, it's speculated that Dataminer was chosen by the US administration Precisely for its association with Twitter, as that is spelled out in the document explaining the choice of the vendor by saying it must be, certifi- must be a certified Twitter partner. There are 15 firms to which Twitter has granted the certified status and the value that adds to their operations is up to 5 years of Twitter's historical data and early access to the social platform's products. Tizen now wants Dataminer to provide an event event detection, that's a quote, thanks to big data scrap from Twitter. Nevertheless, both Twitter and Dataminer maintain that the latter is not breaking any Twitter policies. Twitter specifically claims that it is developer policy prevents third parties like Dataminer from carrying out surveillance for tracking, altering, and monitoring events deemed as sensitive. And that it is not happening in this case. While well, Dataminer said it does not target, monitor, or profile people on social media. Inside a report. Twitter so also maintains that the API policy team reviews all dataminer government use for approval and decides, quote, which version of first alert they will receive based on the risk of end user, the use case, and the product. Unquote. Dataminer and Twitter have an interesting history that extends beyond officially panning as a quote, in a process that involved in the use of public sector version of First Alert. Both Twitter and CIA Venture Firm and Q- Qtel were early investors in Dataminer, in which in late 2016 amounted to Twitter having a 5% stake in the company, although Twitter says, it is no longer has any. Other than these two official investors in Dataminer are now several venture capital firms and investment banks like Goldman Sachs, Stanley Morgan, Credit Suisse, which is Swiss, Credit Suisse, Swiss, or Credit Swiss. excuse me, but also Google Cloud. First alerts capabilities as per the company allowed it to alert first respond respondents to breaking events and provides, quote, the first, the fastest real-time response, unquote. Among the hundreds of thousands of source data mined with a tool are not only social media, but also blogs, dark web, and information sensors. Data, data mentor's sales pitch for its product lists them as a tool beneficial to society thanks to aiding and dealing with all of the manner of calamities emergency response, global health crisis, escalating conflicts, changes, and even, quote, threats to human rights, unquote. In addition to White House, other data adminner clients are the United Nations, while the company proudly stresses its role in providing, quote, critical intelligence on flights during the 2021 U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. The company says it sells its products and services to more than 100 companies across six continents. It's very cute about this because we all have to realize one thing. We can't trust the government on this. It's very chilling indeed. Can we see a possible technocratic move? Yeah, because you know the whole war on terror and all that and plus... Joe Biden wants to had, had the audacity to talk about going after MAGA people, which collective witch honey, which is very dangerous. But we, we all know someone else is telling him that. He's just a, a demented patsy, even though his track record as a senator was horrendous. But they still say, some people still say he's a great guy, and the garbage media said the same thing. <laughs> How demented is that? We got the merit. A lot of us have the merit to criticize him. Far as I'm concerned, it can it can be used as an act of war against his people. Treason. Yes, I can say that. I dare call it treason. So all you Biden worshippers out there don't like it, too effing bad. They're nothing more than globalist hacks. I knew that for a very long time. Uh maybe the cabinet members are involved with the CFR and um trial commission, etc. Yeah. Pay attention my friends but remember every high-tech gadget has a flaw so that's just my view on it don't live in fear remain vigilant decentralization is the key so gonna we'll do one more here this is from the Tenth Amendment Center it came out a couple days ago by Tom, uh, Mike Meharry. the nullification movement pushes forward more states legalize marijuana despite ongoing federal cannabis prohibition Voters in two more states approved ballot measures to legalize marijuana on Tuesday, despite the ongoing federal prohibition of cannabis, continuing a 50-year history of efforts to the states to nullify the feds, cities to nullify the states, and individuals to nullify them all. Maryland and Missouri both passed ballot measures legalizing marijuana for individuals 21 and over. That brings the total number of states to have legalized recreational marijuana to 21, The movement to take down marijuana prohibition started in the 1970s, accelerated after California legalized cannabis for medical use in 1996. Yeah, there's a dog in the background. okay. Since then, states have advanced the issue every year. This happened in spite of the 2005 Supreme Court opinion supporting federal prohibition. At least 12 years of relentless year-to-year increase in spending and enforcement efforts by the federal government through three presidential administrations and ongoing complete prohibition at the federal level. In California, individuals and local action started long before the passage of Proposition 215, legalizing medical marijuana in 1996. Other states followed the lead. Many states started with modest medical programs and then expanded them over the years. We've seen the same progression when it comes to the adult use of marijuana. Each state, new state laws and loosening of old laws help expand the market, and each expansion further nullifies the unconstitutional federal ban in practice and in effect. The state and local actions accounting for as much as 99% of all enfor- enforcement efforts, according to the FBI, the feds rely heavily on state and local help to fight the quote drug war unquote. That help has um, rap- uh, rapidly evaporated in the last few years with the marijuana legalization and decriminalization. As marijuana becomes more accepted in more states, localities, and individuals simply ignore the federal prohibition, the feds have, have become less able to enforce their unconstitutional laws. After more than two decades of the state, local, individual resistance and notification, the federal government's unconstitutional prohibition of cannabis is beginning to come apart at the seams. Maryland. Maryland voters passed Question 4 by a 65-35% vote. The state constitutional amendment legalizes the use of cannabis by an individual who is at least 21 years of age on or after July 1st, 2023. The amendment also authorized the Maryland General Assembly to, quote, provide the use, the distribution, possession, regulation, and taxation cannabis within the state. So, of course, got to be conditions. So, technically, it's regulated, right? Legal conditions here. Conditional legalization. Earlier this year, Governor Larry Hogan allowed a bill to become law without his signature. That creates that regulatory structure With the passage of Question 4, the bill goes into effect. Under the law, adults 21 and over can legally purchase and possess up to 1.5 ounces of cannabis. And it also repeals criminal penalties for the possession for up to 2.5 ounces. Adults can grow up, grow up to two marijuana plants for personal use. The law includes provisions to automatically expunge past convictions. Okay, so in that area, no victim, no crime. So that's good. I will say that. But he hear the thing. i I'm gonna scratch. It. I'm gonna continue on here. Missouri. Missouri voters approve Amendment Three by a 53 to 47 percent vote on the constitutional amendment. Adults 21 and over can legally possess up to three ounces of marijuana. It also creates a licensing and regulatory scheme for retail sales. Individuals can grow up to six flowering plants and six immature plants and six clones. The measure also includes provision to create a program. That will automatically review and expunge criminal records related to nonviolent marijuana related offenses. Effect on federal prohibition. All this is illegal according to the federal government. Under the Federal Controlled Substance Act, CSA, passed in 1970, the federal government maintains a complete prohibition of marijuana. Of course, the federal government lacks any constitutional authority to ban or regulate cannabis within the borders of the state. Despite the opinion of the politically co- connected lawyers on the Supreme Court, if you doubt this? Ask yourself why it took constitutional amendment to institute a fe- to institute federal alcohol prohibition, which is true. And of course, that, of course, it um that there got repealed. And you could think the Commonwealth of Maryland during that time are spearheading it. So yeah, look it up. Very interesting. Good stuff to know about history, right? The legalization of marijuana removes one big layer of laws prohibiting the possession and use of marijuana in the state, even though. Federal prohibition remains in effect. This is a significant because FBI statistics show that law enforcement makes approximately 99 of 100 marijuana arrests under state, not federal, law. When states stop enforcing marijuana laws, they sweep away on the basis, on the most of the basis for the 99 percent of marijuana arrests. Furthermore, figures indicate that it will take 40 percent of the DEA's yearly budget to just just to investigate and. And raid all of the dispensaries in Los Angeles, a single city in a single state. This doesn't include the cost of prosecution. The lesson: the federal lacks resources to enforce marijuana prohibition without state assistance. State assistance, excuse me. A growing movement: Colorado, Washington State, Oregon, and Alaska were the first states to legalize recreational cannabis, and California, Maine, Nevada, Massachusetts joined them after the ballot initiative in favor of legalization passed in. November 2016, Michigan followed suit when voters legalized cannabis for general use. In 2018, became the first state to legalize marijuana through a legislative act in 2018. Illinois followed suit. New Jersey, Montana, Arizona all legalized recreational marijuana through ballot measures. In the 2020 election, in 2021, 2021, New York, New Mexico, Virginia, Connecticut legalized marijuana through legislative action, and Rhode Island legalized cannabis for adult use in 2022. With 37 states allowing cannabis for medical use and 21 now legalized for adult recreational use, the feds find themselves in a position where the unconstitutional federal prohibition is falling apart at the seams. The lesson here is pretty straightforward. As 10th Amendment Executive Director Michael Bolden noted, "Through when enough people say no to the federal government and enough states pass laws backing those people up, there is not much feds can do to shove their so-called laws, regulations, or mandates down our throats. That's a quote. And I have to agree. It's very interesting is what's going on. And people may complain about gun laws and so forth in certain of these other states, but you can utilize the marijuana prohibition. The legal legalization. And use it for your cause. So it's, 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 it's instrumenting on personal freedoms. I'm, a, I'm an individual. People ask me about do marijuana. I did my stuff in the past, but I don't need it. There's a difference. It's like alcohol. I don't need it. It's a want. There's folks out there that need it. That's not good at all. And they're, they're the ones that need help. Got to take responsibility for actions. Well, if there's no victim. How's that a crime? That's what comes down to it. So I give props for these, for these people. Now, like Maryland and so forth, they have like the most illegal gun laws in their commonwealth. Let's give you an example. Go through your Declaration of Rights. <laughs> you got a lot of power, folks. Don't let these douchebags tell you any different. <laughs> oh, we're lawyers. We know more than you. Just give them a penile microphone when they talk to you like that. Because they're trying to mock you. You, 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 you triple the antidotes. You're going to taste your own medicine. But, um, I like it because the system itself is getting, the judicial system is getting so clogged up on, on a lot of these bogus laws and so forth. Even in Florida, for an example, like everyone's talking about, oh, we need to speed up the process of a Nicholas Cruz case, which I'm not debating on that, but it is so backed up. I was a jury, I was on jury duty one time, they had a case, and in 2019 they had a case, a person was accused of uh, two counts of first-degree murder. And, and it's still in the books 12 years ago. Okay, so... I do see people, how come it's taking so long? I'm like, yo, it's the government. If, you have, if you've been in the court system, you understand. Yeah, it's insane. But I like it. So, um... Keep the, keep the faith in everyone else that supports natural rights. And, and they're being violated in their states, federal, federal territories. Instrument this for your cause. I'm not saying natural rights, okay? Liberty means freedom. It's a combination of freedom and morality. Well, that's all I got to say. What's your input? That's it. I thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share us throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, and comments on this interesting you want to check out whatever you do, please send your correspondence to the quorum. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes of these articles on my page. If you going to contact me, go to luck number 3 or ProTimeMail.com. If you're going to donate, go to Paypal.me or Cash.app forward slash luck number 3 If you want to support Reclaim the Net, 10th Amendment Center, that'd be great. Because they will try to educate you guys, give you real news, not the bobbleheads trying to know how to think. Once again, thank you for your time. Plus, always remember that the maniac Resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love, and may your guardian spirits be with you.